We'll go ahead and get started with our MTT IndyCar Series post-qualifying press conference for the Honda Indy Grand Prix of Alabama, joined now by Graham Ray Hall driving the number 15 one Cure Honda for Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan Racing. Locking out the front row, Ray Hall, Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan Racing is today with Graham's teammate Takuma Sato on pole and Graham starting second. A new career best start for Graham here at Barber Motorsports Park. Graham, you mentioned yesterday that you felt like there was, there was one sector that you were losing some time with. Did you figure that out for, for today's session? Well, I, I think that, uh, you know, overall we, we got a little bit better everywhere. The one the one sector might still be a little bit of a not perfect, I would say. Maybe a little thorn in our side. Um, but, you know, typically I think the guys did a tremendous job today. This morning, you know, we weren't, uh, our, our, our time and our finishing position, which ended up in the gravel, is not indicative of our pace, and we felt that. Um, but did we did we feel we had you know the front row lockout? Probably, probably not. But the really good sign of this, I think, is that you know our cars are are clearly uh, pretty consistent with tire wear, and um, you know from from first run to second run on those reds. So uh, you know I'm excited. I think that we're in a good position um, as we go forward. I think that. Um, you know, we've had good races here in the past, but we've never started anywhere near here. So uh, hopefully tomorrow can be a pretty straightforward, really strong day for us. Questions for Graham? Yes. There's some pretty big names that didn't even make the Fast Six, including one major team who none of their drivers made it. How surprised are you by that? Well, I mean, look, um, it's tough out there. It is tough out there. I mean, I looked at yesterday and we were, you know, if I just told somebody, oh yeah, I'm P16, they'd be like, oh, you know, you guys suck. But then you look and you're like four and a half tenths off and you just think, you know, it's it's brutal. And uh, and I think too, you know, today, I, I felt good, you know, with this guy, you know, getting through because our group, our first group was stacked. I mean, when you look at like, it was like, 10 out of 12 that were like, oh man, you know, these could be, sure, sure ordinarily are locks into the top top 12. So, you know, to get through that first group felt good. To be competitive, I think uh, we were first and second in the first group, and then to go into the second, you know, in advance, I mean, it feels good for us. I mean, there's no doubt. It's it's just tough out there, and, and um, you know, the Andretti guys have done an amazing job, um, and all they did was miss it by, what, a 10th, and that's all, that's all it takes now, man. And, uh, we were lucky to uh, to squeak through. We obviously have some limited space up front for our Firestone Fast Six. So, does anyone else have any questions for Graham before we let him go? Yes, Bruce. Uh, your father and the other team owners. I mean, this has got to be a pretty good accomplishment for them. It's 31st career pole for the team. How much? How excited do you get when you were able to see your dad and the other team owners that happy? Well, I think the last time our team had a front row lockout uh, from what I was told was Long Beach when my dad was driving. So, you know, you're talking a uh, long time ago, <laughs> 20 something years ago. So, trust me, you know, we, I think our owners have invested heavily into making this happen. And our, uh, our, our sponsors, you know, I mean, obviously One Cares on the car this weekend. But, you know, United and Total, Fifth Third, I mean, everybody is a big part of making this happen. And this winter, you know, we got kicked around last year. There's no doubt about that. And, 
you know, um, it, it adds fuel to the fire. You know, everybody wants to be competitive and, and, uh, and be up front. So this is the first step, but it's a great reflection, I think, on the effort that's gone in. And I'm just really proud of the team. I think, go down there right now, you see a lot of smiles. We didn't see those smiles last year. And to see the, you know, just, I think everybody feels a little bit, you know, rewarded finally for all the efforts that's gone in. We'll take our last question for Graham from Steve. Graham, was it uh, come down to you guys made the right call in a difficult situation where you didn't know what the new red was going to do, you've got different rubber on the track, was that just an engineering decision where you guys made the right decision? As far as in the fast six? Or? Yeah, or just in total, your speed in the qualifying? Yeah, I mean, I think we made good calls. Um, you know, we, we kind of planned the sets that we were going to use when we used them. And because, uh, you know, at least for us, I don't know about Dixie, but like our reds were very different. Q1 reds versus Q2 reds were very different. So um, we, you know, basically we took a guess on, on which set we thought was going to be better for Q1. It worked. Q2, I struggled more. Um, and then I ended up in, in Q3 using both. But the second set should have been quicker, but they bottomed a lot more. So I just lost a little bit too much time. But overall, again, you know, I think our engineers have done a great job. And it's crazy, actually, because his setup and my setup is completely different. Yet, it, for some reason, worked out this weekend. But uh, yeah, anyway, good job to everybody up here. Hey, how about how about Honda, huh? You know, it's a great, great weekend for, for Honda. And hopefully, we can finish the job off for them tomorrow. Graham, thank you very much. Thank we you appreciate guys. your time. And Scott, that was actually my first question for you. Driving the number nine PNC Bank Honda matches his best start here at Barber Motorsports Park of third for tomorrow's Honda Indy Grand Prix of Alabama. But take us through your qualifying effort today, but also the strength of Honda here at the track. It's been uh, in a big weekend for them. Yeah, I think uh, being a you know pretty much a home race for, for Honda, um, you know, so a lot of uh, Honda partners here. So it was uh, it was good. You know, I think we locked out the first five. Um, would have been nice to have the, the whole six, but uh, it didn't quite work out that way. But uh, the PC Bank car was, was strong. Um, you know, we've had, a, I think a lot of people have had a very up and down weekend. You know, uh, yesterday we weren't sure where we needed to go. Uh, there was a bit of confusion on the tyres yesterday as well. Uh, but just really didn't get any good runs. But today, um, clear traffic, you know, uh, could piece the laps together. It was fairly, fairly good. Uh, seems like our car is pretty good on used tyres, so I'm looking forward to, to that, you know, uh, for tomorrow. You know, typically, uh, this race is, is pretty high deck, so, you know, uh, P3, good starting spot. Um, still got a great opportunity to, to, you know, try and move up a couple there, but uh, we'll see what tomorrow brings. Um, but congrats to Sartre. Good job, mate. James Hinchcliffe starting fourth in the number five Aero Schmidt-Peterson Motorsports Honda. James, we talked a lot yesterday about how everybody was a little confused. Red tires, black tires, rain, dry. Uh, how did things turn out in qualifying for you as, as expected, especially with tire strategy being so unknown? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think a lot of people sort of came into qualifying not really knowing what exactly to expect from the Reds after yesterday. But, uh, you know, we, we kind of decided to not do too much. Um, we had a good car on blacks, and we sort of, not knowing what it was going to do, figured we'd just strap them on and see what we had. And, and honestly, it was, it was decent. You know, I, I made a mistake in uh, turn 17 on my fast lap in Q3 and kicking myself for it because the number five has been uh, so nice to drive all, uh, all weekend long. Um, you know, really proud of the boys. The effort just rolled off the truck strong. And uh, But we can race from here. We can race from the second row for sure. Uh, obviously, congrats to, uh, to Kuma and Graham walking out the front row. Pretty cool. And as Graham said, great weekend so far for Honda. 
But uh, yeah, we're definitely going to be looking to keep our heads down and try and move forward tomorrow. Our pole setter, Takuma driving the number 30 MyJack Panasonic Honda for Ray Hall out of Atlantican Racing. Takuma, you said you had mixed feelings yesterday. What changed overnight that led to this pole position? So it's difficult to hear the changes overnight. Yeah, so uh, like James said a little bit, um, so yesterday we had a chance to go to the uh, to the Firestone Red Tire. And uh, the performance was uh, quite, honestly, it was a very, very similar to the Black. And we all got confused today that how we're going to do the, uh, the setup difference in the balance shift. Um, but I think, uh, probably Graham might say that, but the team did extremely good job. I think this is absolutely a team effort. A big credit for the boys and the, the engineers trying to make everything good together today's condition. Honestly, before the qualify, we never thought we can lock into the front row. This is absolute dream result. But we knew it could be competitive. I feel as tight as it is. I mean, St. James said this morning's time is very impressive, but we tried to catch them, and uh, luckily, I think all the condition was towards to us for the qualify. So it was a great job for the entire team. And we're also welcoming in Spencer Pickett, driving the number 21 Ed Carpenter Racing Chevrolet, who we spoke with right before qualifying, uh, starting six in tomorrow's race. Spencer, did, did we just talked to you, got your perspective going straight into qualifying, so you gave us sort of our bird's eye view. Did everything go sort of as you anticipated heading into qualifying? Yeah, I think it went um, according to plan for the most part. You know, we, uh, we make improvements all weekend, and I think, uh, you know, the car is at its best there in, in qualifying, especially in the first two rounds, so it's, it's nice to have that progression and, and that, um, you know, just ability to get the most out of the car. Um, in the handling, but you know, fast six there. I think we, you know, trying to be more creative and go sticker blocks at the end. And uh, you know, looking back, that might not have been the best idea. But um, you know, overall, uh, happy with our, our performance. You know, happy for everyone at Carbon Racing, Auto Geek, and uh, Chevrolet to be in the fast six. But um, you know, definitely looking for a bit more tomorrow, and uh, you know, looking forward to, to fighting with all these guys uh, from the get go. We'll open up for questions. Yes, Chris. Spencer, how rewarding is it that you get your appearance in the Fast and Fast Six here at Barber Motorsports Park, a track you've won at several times before on the road to Indy? Yeah, I, I really enjoy this track. You know, it's uh, got a lot of fast corners, elevation change, uh, you know, a little bit of everything. So it's uh, it's always a joy to drive around here, and uh, you know, I've had some success in the past, but you know, you can reset all that when you you get up to this level, and um, you know, like I said, it, it's you know, tomorrow's a new race. And, um, you know, just try and do the best we can. We'll continue with questions, but we are joined now by Sebastian Bordier driving the number 18 Sealmaster Honda for Dale Coin Racing with Razzle Sullivan. Other questions? Yes. So for whoever wants to answer, just the fact that seeing you guys up here kind of shows how competitive the series is, at least in qualifying. There's no Penske's, there's no Andretti's up there. How surprised are you guys by that? Should I pick somebody, James? Very. Uh, no, I mean, I think you've seen all, all weekend, uh, the time has been incredibly close. You know, in a, a track like Barber, it's so easy to make a small mistake that costs a lot of time. You're so on the edge and all these fast corners, like, like Spencer was talking about. And um, if you have a car that's even just a little bit out of balance, it's a lot of lap times. And you just can't afford to be losing a lot of lap time around this place when it's this competitive. So uh, if you don't hit it, it's, it's, you know, in one, in one sense it is surprising, but in, in, in one sense it's not. You know, I guess it's more surprising that they, those guys just didn't hit it. 
but it's not surprising that when you don't, this is the result. Um, it's just the nature of the beast right now. Other questions? Any other questions for these drivers before we let them go? Jim? Let's play Takuma. I just wanted to ask you, RLL has had some, had some qualifying struggles in the last couple of years. I know last year wasn't wasn't easy for them, and, and while you, that was your first year there, but it's been kind of a, a, a history of, of qualifying issues. So how satisfying is this, and what was kind of the thing that made RLL take a leap here? I'm um, extremely happy. Um, like I've done it a few times in street courses, like you said, but this is a first time in road course. It's such a nice feeling, you know, it's, it's as a driver, as a team, top, top of the timesheet, whatever the, the session is always feels special. But, you know, first time in road course, qualification on the pole, and, and particularly for the front row lock in the team, this is a dream result, and uh, I'm so proud of the team. Like everybody said, the condition can be changeable a little bit, and incredibly tight fuel, so uh, it's one little quick made a significant difference. But today, I think uh, the team did it, got everything together, so I feel really good. Obviously, tomorrow is a completely different scenario. A lot of big teams coming, and uh, obviously they're chasing, so uh, it's going to be challenging. But uh, we feel uh, we feel very uh, happy today, and hopefully tomorrow we can stay uh, competitive with. Any final questions? If we could keep Sebastian for a moment, everybody else, thank you very much for your time. Sebastian Bourdais starting fifth in tomorrow's race, again driving the number 18 Sealmaster Honda for Deal Coin Racing with Vassar Sullivan. Sebastian, you, you mentioned yesterday that you feel like you, you might have left something on the table yesterday. Do you feel like you found what you were lacking and, and able to, to perform to the fullest today? No, I feel like the Steel Master on the number 18 has been, uh, has been up there for most of the weekend. Uh, you know, better or worse, but uh, it's, it's been in the mix. Just uh, obviously a lot of red flags, a lot of weird circumstances, and uh, very difficult to put the lap together in general. Like, I, I'm still struggling really to, to, to feel those firestones. We've, we've lost just about a second of lap from last year to this year in fairly similar conditions, and I just I'm just not recognizing my car, and we really haven't made any changes. Like we just kind of circle around the same base, so just uh, just difficult um, to to hit it right to do the job. I feel like I yeah I definitely left some on the table, and I'm just not quite sure what else to do. But uh, ultimately, uh, it's it's the best qualifying effort we've had this year, which uh, I guess uh, I don't know if I should be proud or sad about, but uh, <laughs> it's. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a track we historically have been really strong on, and uh, it's the first last six of the season, so we'll take it and uh, see what we got tomorrow. It seems like tires have been a, a very prominent part of the conversation this weekend, and also whether it's going to be wet or dry. As a driver and as a team, how do, how do you keep all of that in perspective and manage it with just being so uncertain? I mean, clearly it's the same for everybody. Uh, you know, it's not just me that's lost a second and a half from last year to this year. It's the whole field, so... I'm sure everybody's feeling the same. We're talking with Scott and Spencer, and like, there's no real good explanation because you know a lot of guys are talking like other rubbers and you know the Yokohamas and the this and the that, and you know really once everybody's putting a set of tires of those Firestone tires on the ground, the track is rubber up and it's clean from anything else at least on the line. So I don't I don't see it being a factor. I just uh, I just don't know if something's happened to the tires, and I don't want to throw Firestone under the bus either. You know, it's not like it's there's something wrong with it. It just feels different and slower, and 
you know, so maybe the track has aged, you know, that one more year and then it's lost that much grip, but uh, it's, it's definitely different and it makes things very challenging. We've seen a lot of enforced errors, uh, a lot of red flags, a lot of people going off and uh, yeah, I mean, it could be, a, could be a pretty interesting race tomorrow. Uh, so hopefully we just got a clean day and uh, yeah, just put some, some points on the board. Any questions for Sebastian? Yes, Aaron? St. Pete's really tight. Coda was new and had its challenges, and then this place, and then Long Beach. Is this the most frustrating portion of the season leading up to May, which has its own challenges? I'm, I'm barely hearing you. Sorry. Is this the first like couple races of the year? Is that the toughest portion of the season, maybe most frustrating? Oh, no, it gets better. <laughs> I mean, it's, this, is, this is easy. Uh, you know, when, when we get to Indy, that's, that's when it gets all out. Uh, you know, we get, I go seven weeks straight um, from, from the Indy GP qualifying 500, uh, Detroit, Texas, Le Mans, and North America. So no, that's, that's, just the, that's just the appetizer. Sebastian, thank you very much. We're going to bring up uh, Team Cole or Bobby Ray. I'm glad, I'm glad we're not going to be buried down pit lane in Long Beach, though. That's very nice. There you go. Thank you, Sebastian. Well, Bobby, we heard from, from both of your drivers already after qualifying today. Congratulations on such a, a great effort for the Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan team. Your thoughts from an ownership perspective of, of how proud you are of this effort here at Barber Motorsports Park? Uh, I'm sorry, that was for me. It's hard to hear. Um, but no, obviously, uh, you know, we work very hard every year to put ourselves in this position. And, uh, you know, we've been close before. Um, you know, a couple years ago, 17, I think Graham was in the top six almost every road course. Um, but, uh, you know, last year was a bit of a struggle. You know, thank God Takuma won at, at Portland last year to kind of make our year. But uh, we work hard. Uh, this team works very hard to compete against the level of teams that we do, like Penske and Ganassi and Andretti, obviously. And uh, uh, so, you know, this is, today is kind of the fulfillment of that effort. Now, Tomorrow's the day that counts, uh, so now we have to finish the job. But uh, but uh, historically, we've had good races here, so starting and, and we have yet to start where we are. So I think that uh, you know, there's, by all rights, we should uh, be competitive uh, and in the hunt for the win tomorrow. Certainly, that's my expectation. But we have a lot of work yet to do, and it's not going to be easy. You know, Penske didn't have a good qualifying session, but you know, you can never count those guys out. And uh, like Sebastian said, if there's a lot of yellows, it could. It doesn't matter. It may not matter how fast you are from the beginning. So uh, you know, I think um, you know we just hope for a good, safe race tomorrow without yellows, and uh, you know, and hopefully we can do a good enough job tomorrow to be back up here. And to commit your thoughts on on Bobby's leadership and, and the the team that they've put around you to have the success. Absolutely, I mean, Bobby's determination has never stopped, <laughs> so uh, I knew that, obviously, in 2012, and uh, since then, uh, like Bobby said, uh, Graham obviously did an absolutely amazing job in the road courses, and a couple of years ago, 
Wayne Miley's one car team that uh, he always come back and very very strong. So the team has been there. The team never showed the ultimate speed in qualifying. So uh, like Bobby said, I think your entire engineer worked so hard. Of course everybody's working so hard in every team, but I think we tried to find what was the actual problem because last year was a huge struggle uh, in both course in terms of team performance. And uh, here we are. I think uh, today was a a little bit luck, I think the condition was uh, liking us, but the, uh, in the end I think that everything together was just so fine work was done by the team. So thank you Bobby and thank you for the whole engineers and boys. I mean I'm so proud that the team did one too. This is, this is really good. Yeah. Bobby, do you even recall the last time your team was swept the front row? The last time I was asked uh, my crack PR girl, Kathy Lauterbaum, and that was, and uh, we think it was 98, my last year, at uh, Long Beach, with me and uh, Ryan Herta was on pole and I was second in the front row. Um, Should have won that race, but we didn't. Uh, but, uh, you know, I've got to tell you that um, I'm lucky that my partners, Mike Lanigan and David Letterman, uh, have as strong a passion as I do and for the sport, and um, we do whatever we can to ensure that we give our guys the tools they need to be up front all the time. And, and clearly today there's a great sense of satisfaction, but there's also a great sense of expectation that uh, we should be up here every race. And, uh, and we've made the commitment to the team to give them the tools and the resource they need to do that, to give Takuma and Graham the kind. You can see what could happen when we give them the cars. We give them the cars, they're going to be up front. And it's really our obligation to do that every weekend. Other questions? Mary? Takuma, um, I believe seven out of nine times the pole winner has won the race here. So what's your plan for tomorrow? <laughs> when? <laughs> the plan is win, of course. But, um, like I said, it's extremely challenging, you know, but of course, why we are here, why not we are the evening winning? And um, any condition, I think, uh, it will be exciting for the, for the spectators. Hopefully, we have no mistake. We just don't need a lot. I think it's just no mistake and solid race. Graham and I working together, and then maybe last day is allowed to ask to be going to the wheel. But no, I think this is an exciting position, so hopefully, hopefully we get on the podium. Bobby, the only thing better than a one-two start would be a one-two finish, so how cool would that be? I'm sorry, I couldn't. The only thing better than a one-two start would be a one-two finish, so how well, cool would that be? Yeah, I'm not even going to think about that. No, we, uh, we just need to do our work tomorrow. And if we do our work as a team, I think there's a chance we can be there, but we have to recognize that we have to have a perfect race, and we have to recognize that other teams are going to try to have a perfect race too, and it's going to be a hard race tomorrow. I don't think there's any question of that. There's a lot of tire degradation, so it's really going to come down to who's the best on old tires, and uh, it should make for an interesting race. So, as this race has been for many, many years, so uh, yeah, it's going to be a great race to watch, and um, you know, now it's up to us to do our job. Takuma, this track has a lot of character. Um, what would you say is the most difficult part in the lap for you tomorrow? Well, I think there's no easy corner, to be honest, but um, 
everything is, is connected, like Sebastian said, it's just a little, the balance change is affecting to the next to the corner, and um, obviously there is some unsighted corner, so the completely blind is going to turn 8, going to turn 12, extremely high speed, and uh, which is a challenging, but if, if, if you don't have a confidence with the car, you can't bring the speed up in that way, and um, so that is a challenge. Um, I, I think I think also another challenge is uh, between black and red. There is certain speed differential as well as degradation and balances. How are you going to cope? How are you going to put the car in in a good trading loss? I think that is a challenge uh, for the drivers and engineers. So I think this is this is a pretty difficult track to get everything right. Other questions, gentlemen. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you.